Hey there, this is episode 8 of the Balance 5 podcast, 5 free ways to be content. Welcome to the Balance 5 podcast, where we talk about balancing intentional debt payoff, saving money, and actually living your life. I'm your host, Raylia, small business owner, wife, girl mom, nonprofit co-founder, and money nerd. This is an audio version of the Balanced 5 blog, because I know how hard it is to find time to sit down and read literally anything. Instead, you can get quick bits of money knowledge on the go. I want to help you learn to control your money instead of letting your money control you. Let's get started. Today, we're taking a little break from the financial security steps and focusing on a topic that's not always directly related to money and financial security, but it definitely plays a factor in it. Contentment is appreciating what you have, feeling satisfied with your life, and not constantly yearning for more. Finding ways to be content can help with your stress levels and with preventing burnout. So as most people are juggling virtual learning, unpredictable schedules, isolation, working from home, or (laughs) transitioning away from all of those things, burnout is a real concern these days. There are so many new ways that things are hard now, which is why I believe looking for ways to be content is more important than ever. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup. Seeking ways to be content helps fill your cup up, allowing you to fully participate in and enjoy your life. So the first way to be content for free is to find the good. I want you to look around you right now. Actually do it. What is one thing in your line of sight that makes you smile? Why does it make you happy? Really dig into your answers and evaluate your feelings. Knowing the why can help you find other areas that bring you joy, and you can use that knowledge to replicate that feeling. For example, if taking a deep breath of crisp December air invigorates you, find the time to take a quick walk when it's cold outside. Uh, When you realize the pet snuggled up next to you feels good and comfy, sit there for another minute enjoying the comfort of touch. If you need more help with this suggestion, I have a post called Three Simple Gratitude Prompts to help you get in the right mindset and it will be linked in the show notes. So the second free way to be content is to rephrase your complaints. When you notice that your internal narrative is full of complaints, rephrase that sentence. Instead of saying, this day has just been exhausting, try saying, I got so much stuff done today. Tell yourself, my child is enthusiastic and happy, instead of, this kid is driving me crazy with all of the noise. That one is taken from my own personal life. My two-year-old is a talker. Look at your long commute as a chance to reflect or listen to interesting podcasts or learn something or just listen to music instead of a boring waste of time. The important thing here is to look for the silver lining of each situation. 
It's hard at first, I know that, but once you acquire that skill, you can handle most situations. Honestly, this is the suggestion that has gotten me through a lot of hard times. There is almost always a silver lining, you just have to look for it. Number three is to identify what is making you unhappy. This is one of the more difficult ways to be content. It takes real introspection and self-awareness. Saying, I hate my job, isn't enough. Look for the real source of those feelings. Maybe you're actually bored with your duties, or maybe you have a personality conflict with a coworker. After determining the real cause of your feelings, I want you to look for ways to improve the situation. For the job example, you could research training opportunities your employer provides or even start looking for a new job. Talk to your coworker or the human resources department to find a way to reduce the tension. Inquire about transferring to a different department or a position. Even if you can't improve the situation, acknowledging the source of your unhappiness may be enough to improve your general outlook. You can't escape that coworker entirely, but knowing that you don't dislike your job duties could lead to more satisfaction. This episode is brought to you by the Bill Balancing Bootcamp. Are you ready to find the easiest way to balance your monthly bills and stop waiting for your next paycheck? The Bill Balancing Bootcamp is the course that will help you change your finances in a day. Does this sound familiar? You know you should pay off debt and save each month, but you just don't know where to start. This course walks you through every step needed to balance your monthly bills, get a month ahead on those bills, and simplify your money. If you are a busy person with debt or little savings, or if you just want to change your financial future, this is an opportunity that I promise you will not want to miss. When you enroll in the Bill Balancing Bootcamp, you will receive access to over 20 pages of instruction, eight educational videos, six printable worksheets, and a bonus 30-day challenge tracker download. All of that will teach you how to budget for your bills and ease into budgeting for everything else. You'll get a handle on those basic finances. Enroll today by going to balancedfi.com slash BBB. The fourth way is to write down ways to be content that actually work for you. Now, I want you to sit down and actually make a list, either on paper or on your phone. Refer back to it when you need a reminder or when you get stressed. When you're having a hard day, it can be difficult to focus on the good or even remember ways to be content that have worked for you in the past. Another way to stay in that contentment zone is to put a reminder on your phone for daily or weekly activities that improve your life. Scheduling a walk or downtime helps to remind you that you do need to take that break. You can't just rely on yourself to remember. Especially if you're the kind of person that gets really into like a work assignment or, you know, a show that you're watching and you lose track of time. Putting quiet time, like actually putting that on my calendar, has been a life-changing way for me to be content. Every day after lunch, I put both of my kids in bed for quiet time. 
If I call it nap time, they both resist sleep. Quiet time usually consists of playing in their beds and listening to music, and usually at least one of the girls naps. This gives me an hour of peace every day where I can nap, read, do chores, or work on my blog or my bookkeeping business. I love that quiet freedom, even though it isn't that long. Just having that downtime has really improved my mental health. I also schedule time on my calendar for exercise and meditation. I don't actually heed the reminders every single time, but having that little window pop up on my phone helps me to stop what I'm doing and decide if I do have time for self-care or if I need to finish what I'm doing. The fifth and final way to be content for free is to slow down. Take time to breathe, to really look around you. We spend so much time rushing around, staying busy all the time, that it is easy to forget to actually enjoy your life. Take a step back from seeking more and pay attention to what you have. Go for a walk outside. Even when I am pushing a stroller with two dogs tied to it and holding the hand of a slow walking toddler, a walk outside clears my mind and improves my mood. Meditate before you even get out of bed in the morning. I recently discovered that my Fitbit app has a meditation section, so I pop in my earbuds and meditate before I even get up. I also like the mindfulness app's free options if you don't have a Fitbit. One benefit my family saw from the pandemic was a slower schedule. I had been taking my oldest daughter to multiple therapies every week, sometimes more than one in a day, for over five years at that point. We took an eight-week break from literally everything starting in March of 2020, and that eventually led to cabin fever. Even after reintroducing her therapies, we kept the schedule slower and easier, and it was really nice. We rushed less, and both kids had more free time to just be themselves and play. Now, after a while, we did increase her therapies again to help keep her progress going forward, and that is a hard balance to find. Like, I really don't know what the right answer is in that situation, but we're trying. So if you are looking for more ideas, read The Little Guide to Contentedness on Zen Habits. It's linked in the show notes. Uh, Just make time for something that fills your cup, whether it's enjoying a cup of tea or reading a book. Squeeze that time into your day. I know it's hard when you're a busy mom or a working person, but you need to find your own way to be content and actually do it. Okay, that's it. To recap, the five free ways to be content are find the good, rephrase your complaints, identify what is making you unhappy, write down ways to be content, and slow down. Now I challenge you to choose just one of those suggestions and implement it in your life this week. Yes, you have a deadline, so start thinking of how your choice suggestion can be worked into your life. 
at the end of the week, I want you to tag me on Instagram at balancedfi and let me know how it went. Do you feel different? Is that something you can turn into a habit? And before we go, I just want to touch on one more thing. Like, I know that this topic isn't directly money related, but feeling content with your life probably will improve your finances. I think a lot of times people spend money in ways that are basically trying to replace a therapist and it's not always healthy, it's not productive, and it's probably expensive in the long run. So finding out why you're unhappy and improving that situation, just finding those little ways to be content could impact your finances in a big way. You might be less likely to, you know, spend money you know, mindlessly shopping online, window browsing, window shopping as you're walking through the mall or, you know, buying your kids affection or compliance with little toys while you're in the store. So your the way you're feeling, your mental health does impact your finances and it's important to acknowledge that and work on that. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy the Balance Five podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left us a review on iTunes or told a friend. As always, you can head to balancedfi.com to connect with me and stay in touch. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at balancedfi. Until next time, stay intentional and look for balance.